tuning you in now to the LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. Hey, hey, everybody. All right. For hey. those of you who are actually watching the intro, you got a little bit of a glimpse of what we're going to talk about later there. Whoops. That's my bad. I uh, ac- accidentally clicked on a banner and it popped up in the middle of that intro. But Oh, uh, I didn't even notice noticed. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to make some edits to it and it popped up live instead because I'm, I'm an um. idiot. But anyway, welcome to the November 30th Daily Show. So very, uh, very excited. Number 73, I think, right? Number 73. Yeah, I need to keep counting. That means that that means Monday is going to be 75. So very excited about that. Yep. We're getting close to that 100 century number. Boy, oh boy. Right. right. (laughs) We'll have to do a recap. 101. We have to do a recap of all the things that we learned from doing the daily show or something. Yes. That's, that will be, yeah, we'll have to do absolutely do that. Using Um, our new search engine. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wait. (laughs) All right. Um, so first of all, like, so Monday, it will also be December, I guess tomorrow is technically December too. And, um, and so, you know, this is always, is the question, like we talked about this with Halloween and, you know, the holidays there, like this is a perfect opportunity to prep your facility for the holidays. So it's doing new decor, special holiday events. Obviously we've got that jolly guy, Santa, that you could bring into your facility in, in many different ways. Oh. Uh, you know, elves like that kind of, there's so many different things you can do to get people to come back into your facility during the holiday season and especially really unique food. And I love some of the things that uh, this is always like a great season of like really unique food and Legoland just announced some of their holiday menu and a couple of things that they're doing. First of all is uh, probably the one that I would love any, you know, anybody who knows, like I love apples, apple pie, apple flavored, like, you know, anything that's apple pie flavored, like I just absolutely fall in love with. And so they have what they are calling their granny's apple fries have been uh, transformed for the holidays. So you can see that they've got, um, just this like dulce, uh, dulce de leche drizzle. There's some streusel on them and a little whipped cream. And so those things just look absolutely delicious. And of course they've t- had to take a picture with like the granny apples in the background. Uh, they look like, he- they look like healthy churros. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Healthy churros with a lot of cinnamon and sugar on top of them. So I'm not sure how, how healthy, but at least they're apples, right? That, that's what I tell myself when I'm eating a yeah. caramel apple is like, at least I'm eating an apple. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure that's keeping the doctor away. Uh, and then another thing is they've uh, they've got a hot chocolate that has an entire s'mores bar on top. I couldn't get a I couldn't find a picture of that oh one. They don't actually have it on their thing. Uh, but obviously that's a like a nice blend of summer because it's a, a hot you know it's a like a hot chocolate drink. But then with s'mores, uh, which you're going to do in the summer. And then this one I love, which is their Yeti holiday shake, and it's topped even with like a little mini donut on top too. So. Not only do you already have the shake and then like all the sprinkles and everything else, it's uh, you've got the mini donut to enjoy as well. So these are all like examples of things that we could be doing. You know, you could be doing in a facility, but like just like think creatively about ways to to get people to come back in and experience your holiday food and beverage. Mm-hmm. 
Now, are they legally, do they legally have to like list the calorie content in some of this stuff? You know, like would that scare people away? I don't know. <laughs> I think they, I think they do have to have it like according to US law, like they have to have it somewhere, even if it's on their website, but if they don't have to put it publicly like on their menu. So I think, oh, yeah. okay. but you know what though? Starbucks does. And I see people walking out with their Frappuccinos that have like a yeah. thousand calories in a, in a, in a cup sure. all day long. So sure. I don't think it deters people who want a yummy drink. No, for sure. And if I'm on vacation or if I'm going to ex- have an experience, I'm just going to dive in and eat whatever. I don't really care. You know, I don't want it to, it's just going to enhance my experience. So, yep. Yeah. Yep, All right. Exactly. Um, well, and that was me being authentic. <laughs> oh, there you go. Very nice. Well, well, that's so interesting. You use that word. I know. I know. I, well, guess what? Um, authentic ended up being the word of the year, according to Miriam Dictionary. So let's pull this up, Miriam Webster. Um, so every year they do a, a word of the year. This year's word was authentic. So authentic meaning not false or imitated, real and actual, um, true to one's own personality, spirit, and character, um, which obviously um, makes sense considering all of the AI stuff that's been driving everything this year and all of the, you know, the the influencers who've been posting false stuff and there's been accusations, you know, you're posting bad things of your body or, you know, edited images. So authentic, obviously, uh, being the word of the year for the year, which makes sense. Um, a few other words that kind of made the top of the list were, this one's hilarious, uh, Riz which I've never heard of before. Um, And And the only reason reason I've heard of it is because my daughter recently used it in a conversation talking about uh, some other, some other people in her, in her class. So anyway, that's the only reason I know what Riz is. So if you don't know what it is, go, go look it up on like urban dictionary and you'll now be like with, with all the kids. You will. You'll be cool like the kids, right? So I won't give an example, but um, uh, some other ones, deep fake makes sense. Coronation, obviously Uh, dystopian, EGOT, X, and implode. So there you go. <laughs> you know, this year, maybe what we should start thinking about this year is what what's what's an important word that we want to put out there and we'll start using it through the podcast. And Miriam Webster is going to pick it up and be like, yeah, you guys, you guys did it. That's the word of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It, one of one of my favorite, one of my favorite deep fakes that uh really like I think made everybody aware of AI generated images was uh, was the drippy Pope. Uh, so the Pope with like all of, all of his oh, bling yeah. and like the big puffy jacket and everybody mm-hmm. thought for sure that that was the real, like it was the real picture of a Pope. No, it was not. It was an AI generated uh, uh, Pope and he's called the drippy Pope because uh, he's got sure. all of his drip. Right. So, Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. There was, um, there's some cool AI generated stuff. Obviously I remember when I got caught with the dog earlier, I'm like, Hey, there's a new Disney movie coming out, but it was just this pug that uh, someone had generated oh, using yes. AI. And, right. and actually I just saw the coolest thing the other day. Someone's running an AI campaign for inflatable bouncers and they put uh, Jesus or God or whichever way you want to look at it inside of the bouncers with Mary and the whole nativity scene. And they're like, well, we couldn't help ourselves. We had to do this. So it was done with AI. It wasn't like a, an actual like set set. No, it was, done, no. it was oh, completely done with AI. So, so it was a baby Jesus. It wasn't like thirty year old carpenter Jesus. Oh no, it was thirty year old carpenter Jesus. Like oh so oh okay all right. It was very interesting. So yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, well, I haven't seen tomorrow. that picture. Uh, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to bring it up. Okay, all right, perfect, uh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, so that's, so there you go. That's something you could do for the holidays is you could put up a nativity scene inside yep. one of your bounce houses. There you that's go. That's right. That's a perfect idea. That'll, that'll definitely get people back in to your facility. Very controversial. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all right. So I wanted to talk about Diggin' Zone theme park. So they are opening March 1st. They're in Seaverville, Tennessee. And we've talked about Dig World before, which is in Texas. And so, uh, but I, th- I thought this was like, took Dig World to another level. 
uh, just in the size and scale. And so I'll pull this, uh, you know, pull this picture up here. This is their layout. And so they're actually going to have, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the different attractions, so there's going to be 25 different attractions and you can, you can count them there. I mean, like that's, they have a lot going on, actually. I question the theme park uh, conversation, you know, or, or use of word. But, um, but other than that, this is a, it's a pretty cool facility that's going to have an, excav an excavator that allows guests to sit and swing in a modified bucket. It's also got an altered mining truck where they can actually be uh, feel as if they're being dumped from the truck bed. And then uh, they, they have an, uh, like a basically a massive version of Operation. So if you remember the, the game Operation where you've got the little tweezers and you're trying to pull the organs out, they actually have that where you could use an excavator on dirt instead of tweezers on a body. So they've kind of got like, a, like an, an Operation-style game there. And, um, and so they actually, Dig Zone, Dig and Zone actually partnered with Caterpillar uh, you know, so cat, right? Like if you think of the, all these big yellow cats, uh -huh. um, they partnered with Caterpillar to uh, supply all of the parks, machines and vehicles. And the equipment has actually been modified for all the guests so that they're safe to operate. So they can't, you know, I'm sure there'll be some kind of injury at some point, but they can't, you know, they really shouldn't be able to injure themselves. It should be safe to operate. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. They, they've got a couple of videos. They have a really active Facebook page. And so they've done a great job. Um, promoting before they're open. I mean, this is months before they're open. And actually the girl who's sitting there in, in there is actually one of, I don't know, it must be one of the kids of the owner because she's actually one of the ones on Facebook that takes you around and gives you a tour of the space and gets to, she goes on to some of the different rides. And so she's definitely like the face of uh, the face of dig and zone as far as Facebook is concerned, which is also, I thought really clever to uh, you know, bring somebody who's younger, but also still really close and connected to the facility, and because because I'm always really quick to rip on uh, new venues that start promoting themselves that yet don't have a website, I will talk about a you know these guys. They've done a phenomenal job with their website. They already they have the website up like, you know, they've got pictures, not all the pictures, of the attractions, which was still a little bit disappointing. Like I couldn't see all the attractions, um, but look, I can sign up for updates. So they're doing a great job collecting email addresses, getting updates you know, right out of the gate. And I can actually already buy tickets. So they're, they work with Roller to make their purchases. So I can click here to purchase tickets and it goes off to the Roller app where I can actually pre-buy tickets before they're even open. And they're definitely promoting that pre-purchase of tickets on their uh, you know, on their, their Facebook page as well. So good job, Digging Zone. You've got a great website already going. You're collecting email addresses. You're selling tickets in advance way before you're open while you're doing your promotion. So I just had to call that out. So great job, Digging Zone. Excited to see you uh, come to life. So I have two comments. First is, I think we're on a world record here with you. Um, two shows in a row, you've actually said awesome things about websites. So, the, you know, people are standing up and taking attention. <laughs> well done. Well done. Serving the industry well. Um, yeah. And then the second thing is, I was remembering back to my facility and we used to have a skid steer there and we would use it to move our go-karts around and just move stuff around. And it was like the thing that every single staff member wanted to try to drive and use and, you know, get their hands on and give it a go. Right. So I think that this type of facility is going to do really well with giving people that opportunity to kind of get that chance to test it out in real life and actually do some digging. And that operation game sounds incredible. Like so yeah. much fun. 
It sounds really cool. And just, I'll just pull this map up real quick because you know, you're talking about the skid steers. So like these tracks are not actually go-karts. You're driving John Deere tractors around and you're racing like John Deere tractors around these tracks and there's different types of vehicles. So, you know, again, very, very specific to, you know, the whole dig, you know, big machine operated uh, yeah. vehicles. So pretty cool. Yeah. Super cool stuff. Awesome. Um, okay. Well, speaking of things that make people crazy, you know, uh, I couldn't help but not mention this. I keep on seeing it and I'm like, I think it's finally happened. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but you go into, it's a small world. And I'm like, oh man, this could actually be torture if you sat through this ride a few times and you listen to the sound of it's a small world. Like it's really grating. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if that's what happened to this 26 year old man that was arrested for getting nude during the ride. So <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this, but this is just uh, oh, yeah. nuts, nuts, so to speak. <laughs> Um, so this 26 year old got on this ride and clearly under, uh, the impact and influence of drugs. Um, anyway, he started taking off his clothes during the ride, um, and standing up in a seat and ride goers were like, what are you doing? Sit down. Um, and he climbed out of the ride vehicle, started walking and climbing still, I guess he had some clothes on as he was walking through the attraction, kind of playing with the different toys and things that move around. And then finally, at some point decided to come go completely buck naked. Um, got into the water, was swimming around. People got pictures of this. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, here I have a little, uh, a little. you can take a little look. See here, everything's been blocked out. So you don't have to cover your eyes, but you can see the man coming out of the tunnel, butt naked here, um, just covered up. Staff weren't able to restrain him um, until they, he eventually got caught. Uh, they arrested him and uh, sent him to hospital just as a, uh, you know, little safety measure. Um, but I was yeah, thinking- I, I know, right? I'm like, if this had happened to somebody in my facility, I was thinking maybe we just put him on a chair or tie him up to a pole until he kind of sobered up so he learned his lesson. Just, <laughs> just time to the time to the flagpole and lift him up on the flagpole. Like just I don't even know. Like how bizarre. How bizarre. I, I, I didn't I didn't, I didn't actually read the, all the details. I saw I read this headline. I thought, well, okay, all right. Yeah. You know, but I didn't read that he's swimming around in the water and climbing on everything. That's just hilarious. No, but I mean, what on earth? What kind of drug was he on that made him actually think that that was a good idea or he had actually had the desire to do that? Like some sort of weird fetish or something or, going on. I don't know. Just, okay. Or just something just broke loose in the poor guy and he just had to let it all let it all go. So mm-hmm. um well, I mean, yeah. look. Like yeah. this is a, this is, you know, innovation as far as yes. ride, as far as, you know, the, the ride experience is concerned. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hear there's a, another group doing things about I, I innovation. Think, yeah. And I think we should innovate in a different way. That's more productive and maybe not so <laughs> naked. Um, but anyway, uh, Blue Loop, um, which we hopefully all know and read because it uh, they create some amazing articles. They're hosting their festival of innovation next week and it's free guys. Um, so, and actually there's a website link where you can go and you can sign up. Um, you can get your ticket. Um, but what what the show does is it, it it's an award ceremony, and people can submit um, an application uh, for an award about something, a new product that they've innovated for our industry. Um, it focuses on uh, imagination, creativity, and attractions that actually drive business. Um, there's a whole host of judges, and they look at all the products. Uh, they were trying to find products that are actually pushing boundaries in the industry um, and being super innovative. Um, so they have this um, event going on next week where they will announce the winners between the 6th and 8th of December. It's all online. It's free to view. And right now, if you go to the website, you can actually see some of the attractions that are listed and up for awards. Um, now, I thought it'd be cool to pull it up and just talk about a few things that um, are actually on there that I thought were interesting. So here's the logo. Um, the first one. And oh, my gosh, this one is insane. Um, but it's called uh, Eater Renalin. 
So like eating and adrenaline together, um, it's eat adrenaline experience. And how it works is you sit in this chair, you walk into an immersive environment and you sit in this chair with a little table and eating space in front of you. And you are transported to a whole bunch of different uh, scenes and worlds. So you go through an ocean scene where you're fed food um, that's similar to that ocean and that scene. Then you go into like an earthy scene and a flowery scene and everything that's provided to you is sent, uh, you know, there to amaze your senses um, and you know, uh, give you kind of a complete immersive eating uh, binge, so to speak. Um, now, I'm not going to go into it anymore. There's some really cool videos on it. Um, and it's, I believe it's at Europa Park um, in Europe. Uh, so it's not here, unfortunately, uh, but something definitely cool to be checking out. Um, the next thing that I thought was super cool, and this is actually a product of a good friend of ours, um, Nick DiMatteo over at 45 Games. But they has um, 45 has a games uh, a product in there called Twinkle Twinkle Star. Now, um, it is super cool product. Um, it's innovating uh, location-based birthday party environments, which really hasn't been done for a long time. Um, and with this, it's kind of like a lighting scheme um, that stays within a birthday party room, but the user has the ability to control. So they can turn it on, they can turn it off, they can... Um, pick different music. And while the music's playing, the lights kind of move around and bounce around to the music um, in different patterns. Um, and, uh, you know, you can adjust the volume, you can just adjust all the ways that it, it works within the room, but it definitely is great at enhancing a birthday party that's already going on, give it color, celebrate with the birthday song and all those kind of fun things. Um, in addition to that, it sounds like they're also going to have in a factory uh, a sensory thing going on. So it'll actually uh, spritz in different smells that the user can pick as well. So like vanilla birthday cake, chocolate birthday cake, all those kind of fun things. Um, and then lastly, I thought this one was awesome and pretty cool was the Titanic experience. So um, it's it's kind of like an interactive display and showcase and museum set up in Belfast where you can kind of go through the different stages of how uh, the Titanic was built there, um, how it launched, sailed, um, here I've got a picture of how the rooms were set up. So you can kind of walk through the rooms, check them out. Uh, there's a, a different uh, projection and uh, mapping out of uh, the different layers of the Titanic, where it got hit, how it actually sunk. Um, and then you can actually do your own free flying experience, of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, wouldn't want to miss right at the edge there. Everybody does on every boat now for the last right. 20 years. Yeah. Right, right. So now this you can do this one safely, though, without worrying about falling in the water. But wait a second. Doesn't that take away from the danger and the thrill of the uh, experience? I thought that was the whole point of a Titanic experience is to end up in the water. Uh, right, right. Well, okay. Not too soon? So. Is it too no, soon? Okay. Maybe it may be too soon still. We need another couple centuries, I think, to okay. get over that. Right. Um, but I mean, there's so many other cool attractions listed. The Spear was in there, Triotech Smash and Reload, Valo Arena, um, the Dolphin Shark Experience. So go check it out, take a peek. It is awesome, amazing, and uh, you will be wowed for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's there are there continues to be enormous amount of innovation in our industry. And, and it's so hard sometimes some of these things get lost when you go to the expo show floor and you just, you, you see it and you kind of think, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. But you don't really understand the level of innovation that's happening, especially behind the scenes or you know, how it's changing and altering ex, uh, experiences and consumers' expectations of, of what experience they should have too. You know, things like that. I think of the things like that, eat, eat Renalin and like 
This is oh, now cool. elevating the expectations around how I in, how I eat my food in an in, you know in an environment, and like now it's going to start to alter consumer expectations. And not that just this one location in Europa Park is going to do that, but these things in you know in macro like in a macro view do begin to shift consumers' expectations about what their experience should be when they go walk into an entertainment facility. Um, all right. Well, so a, a group that's, you know, maybe not necessarily innovating at a technical level, but they certainly are, they, they continue to expand. This is uh, the Funplex and they actually have multiple locations and their Mount Laurel location has bowl. I mean, they have a hundred thousand square foot indoor FEC that has bowling lanes, laser tag, go-karts, but they also have outdoor mini golf, outdoor go-karts and a full water park as well. And they recently just opened a dual brand 125 room hotel, you know, basically a hotel site. So it's La Quinta Inn and then Hawthorne Suites. They are, you know, obviously intended to serve their guests, uh, but also just, you know, other, other people in the area. Um, but they, it actually has a shared lobby. So like, you know, if I want to go to La Quinta, I can, I can do Hawthorne Suites and La Quinta is, is meant more for just the, the fast term where the Hawthorne Suites is actually for their extended stay. So they actually have 57 rooms of those 125 on the, on the Hawthorne side that include kitchens for, you know, extended stay guests yeah. as well. Um, because, you know, what they're trying to do is build, you know, obviously have people that are there and then they, what do they do? They go to the water park one day and then maybe they go to the bowling the next day and they're staying right there on site and it's owned and operated. And so they're able to, to play off. And so they actually have now stay in play packages in conjunction with the hotel as well. So I think that's just a, a really brilliant thing to do. And I think like depending on the size and scale of your facility, and if you have the space next to it, certainly something you should think about doing is, you know, creating a place and a space for your, uh, for your guests to stay so they can just spend more time at your facility. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I create a whole interactive experience there. It's awesome. And I love, I love that they, they made suites because that, that's the biggest thing. You don't want to have to, you know, you want to have a kitchen and a place to store some extras or some leftovers or just to make up some snacks for the kids that you can put in the fridge and easily create. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you're already spending you know, a lot of money on food and beverage when you're at the park. Yeah. Like the last thing you want to do is like have to then also go to a restaurant or whatever. Like if you can make some mac and cheese or whatever at, uh, you know, when you get back to your hotel room or just chill and hang out in a bigger space. Yeah. That's great that they did the extended stay suites for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, oh, you're going to, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say one last thing before we wrap. I just wanted to mention that uh, today we released our third degree podcast with Beth Stanley. Um, it's out there in the wild now, please go watch it. It's amazing. Um, just dives into her life and her history. And she is just such an incredible lady. She's, I think she's our second mom, frankly. <laughs> um, she's just such a support and a wonderful magnetic. Uh, she has that magnetic personality. Uh, and this will just give you a better glimpse into who the, this wonderful lady is. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us on today's daily show. So CB and BW signing off, stay tuned and keep kicking ass. See y'all later.